0: You're listening to Irish Radio, Canada, and we heard from Brian Clerken in Monaghan uh, because Monaghan is celebrating their third Canada Day festivities this weekend. And one of the people that are going to turn up and be found in Monaghan is a Canadian who has moved from this side of the Atlantic to that side of the Atlantic and has found herself in radio on Today FM, and it's Alison Curtis. Alison, thanks a million for coming on and having a chat.
1: Thank you for asking me. Great.
0: And um, So you're originally Kingston, lived in Toronto, and uh, after that migrated over to Ireland. What brought you to Ireland?
1: Well, originally I was only going to come over and stay for six months because I had actually been offered and accepted a place to do a Master's in uh, Glasgow. And so I thought that this would be a nice kind of stopover period after graduating and deciding that, you know, not that I'd have grown Toronto because it's massive, but to try something else. And when I moved here, I had a job filling in for a woman who was ongoing on maternity leave, who was the PA to the CEO of Stay FM. And I remember really clearly walking through the halls of our old building to be in Ashton Dublin City Centre and thinking, I won't last here very long. And 19 years later, I'm still working for them.
0: <laughs> so, what you go to Dublin and you stop and you might not get any further.
1: You might not go any further, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and y- while you're now hosting a radio show, was that ever in your career path?
1: No, not at all. So my degree at uh, University of Toronto was a mixed um, arts degree and science degree. I did anthropology, which was the main focus of my degree for the first few years, and actually got into The sciencey, really sciencey, medical side of things, and physical anthropology and rheumatology and like that, and it was completely not, and you know, I didn't end up using it in regular day-to-day life after I did my degree, which is common enough with you know lots of you know undergrad degrees. And I think I was going to go on, and I thought I would just pursue and the education as an ayina system and kind of a a lifestyle, so that's why I wanted to do that. And then when I stumbled into radio, I really loved it instantly, and I thought. You know, of all the countries to understand the power of radio, Ireland is one. They've always had such a strong connection between presenters and listeners. And, you know, it's very much personality-driven. It's not commercial-driven the way it is in North America and Canada. they radio difficult to listen to in Canada because it's just all short kind of, you know, stabs from the presenters and everything is sold right down to their breath practically. And I just, I like the style of radio over here, so I fell in love with it pretty instantaneously. And then I met uh, with a presenter who was a national hero, but I didn't know who he was when I moved here. And I think that that dynamic stayed with us and worked for us because I just saw him as Ian Dempsey. I didn't see him as, you know, the guy that invented children's TV in Ireland, which is what everybody else saw him as. Mm-hmm. So, so it was a really nice... It was a really lovely way to land on my feet in Ireland, to be honest, and I just loved radio. I still love radio every day. I love working in it, and that's why I've stayed to, to do that, and I really love it.
0: Well, I have to agree with you. Like We tend to listen very heavily to Irish radio. Yeah. Uh, because I find that the topics that are covered and the way that they are covered Are not in there's not sensationalization of exactly, and these are very human serious topics. I listen to be it uh, suicide, self harm, addiction, and health issues that are covered at a a level that I don't ever hear on this side the Atlantic.
1: Whenever I go back to Canada, which is every year, I am constantly struck by the fear mongering that goes into news presenting over there and in itself a daily basis you'll always hear things like coming up next water could kill you you know like, what are they doing to these people they're like making us everybody live in this this culture of fear and also never really getting to the to the bottom of a actual issue and i think in ireland there's a risk of people being very honest in their reporting because the country is so small and Uh, a show just went out on RT this past week called No Country Women and guaranteed that, you know, a a good fraction of the population watching that knew the women that were discussed on that program. So it is, it's very brave, but it's, I love journalism, I love how people report over here as well.
0: So Alison, based on one of the things you said a moment ago, which was about your primary degree or what you were studying, it struck me that you were ideally suited to be a mum because you can talk about dinosaurs.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. No, I didn't (laughs) really study dinosaurs, it was monkeys. Um, yeah, I became a parent in 2002, a girl who just turned seven, and she, her name is Joan, and she's named after my mother, and she's, yeah, my world, she's a great character, she's a really kind, and very beautiful girl, and yeah, I'm lucky I get to spend all my time with her, basically, because of my work working week, so I'm very lucky.
0: So, Alison, you're on the other side of the Atlantic, the West's posed over here, and the Clans' posing over here. Um, Ireland Day, being the 17th of March, is celebrated globally, so it's very easy to retain your affinity and heritage, but go the direction, given that Canada Day is here. Um, how have you found your experience of being a Canadian in Ireland and rooted view home?
1: I've found it um, difficult in certain years, in the early years, um, but I've also... I found myself in art, if that means. I suit the Irish temperament a lot more. I suit the Irish way of life a lot more. And when I go back to Canada, I do kind of, I forget how really our nation, Canadians are a nation of rule followers and not rule breakers. And I find that I, I, I don't fit that mold anymore. I'm late for everything all to Irish people. I'm spontaneous. I think Irish people as a nation are informal in a good way. And I just I feel like the crack factor is high in Ireland. And I knew this in Canada also you we kinda of operate differently. And I think Ireland operates a certain way because they can because it's a smaller nation and you know, if you're calling up to fix something that's wrong with your gas bill, then you, might, whereas you can't, you're just a number in Canada kind of thing. So I definitely, my personality suits Ireland, and I find, yeah, I find when I go back to Canada, I feel like a little bit of friend of but I mean, still love going back to Canada. And, I mean, there weren't that many Canadians living in Ireland when I first moved here, and now there, there's more, but certainly opposite direction has gone tenfold. There's huge amounts of Irish people living, especially in Toronto now. And it's funny to go back to Canada and run into Irish people and they know who Gay Burn is or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: So have you started jaywalking?
1: Oh, I've been jaywalking for nearly two decades.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah,
1: jaywalk before I moved over
0: okay. here. Uh, well, so uh, we talked about in that sense of feeling, having migrated, feeling, they change. So do you consider Canada Day as a special day in the house and in so far still do you go about celebrating it?
1: I do, and one of my closest friends is actually Canadian, and she was born and raised in Victoria, and she ended up in radio in Ireland as well, on air, on a national station, on the same night of the week as me, and almost the same time, which is completely bizarre. So I think everybody thought we knew each other from beforehand, but we've always made... We've known each other for 18 years, so we've always made a point of doing that And I... um, My daughter is half Canadian. I got her citizenship done when she was 7 or 8 months old, and then I became an Irish citizen myself in 2013, but my identity is is still... still Canadian. So when people ask me, who am I? What am I? I say Canadian, even though I'm legally an Irish citizen now for the last number of years. I say I still feel Canadian. I still sound Canadian. And I suppose that's why I feel I can be critical of Canadians because I am a Canadian. (laughs) But uh, no, we make a big point of, you know, having... You know, the flag that's trying to be food. I, we failed miserably making poutine last year. I might do a better job this year. And, yeah, celebrating it, definitely. And we're having a picnic with friends this year. Once I finish my show in Monaghan Town on the Sunday, I'm coming down here and a group of friends are meeting uh, in Ardgillin Castle, and we're going to celebrate Canada Day together.
0: You mentioned that the know in Eastern Ireland over about 10, 15 years. Uh, While well, you mentioned your friend from uh, BC, Iain Radio. Do you have much of an expat gathering, immunity, connectivity network?
1: If if I'm very honest, I don't. I I only have the one friend that is my Canadian friend, and throughout the years, we've been invited through the embassy to attend a few different things. Actually, the year past, we went to Kevin Vickers' uh, house for an evening celebrating the connection between uh, Monaghan Day, Miramichi, and Monaghan, and that was really lovely because that was a really – and actually, a friend of mine living in Vancouver was over for that week as well, so it all tied in perfectly so it was actually really nice to have that night to go yeah it's it's a great country Canada's a brilliant country and it was to celebrate it in Dublin city centre at the ambassador's house was really something quite special.
0: So do you find when you're walking down O'Connell Street and you see somebody with a maple leaf on their canvas kind of, that your ears are perking up to listen?
1: Oh totally I noticed them definitely and I listen out for their accent and I've, I mean, there's been times where, you know, I've been asked for directions and I'll, throughout the years times, and I'll say, Canadian? And they're like, yeah, thanks for knowing, or thanks for recognizing the accent. I'm like, I'm Canadian too. So, yeah. No. And the reverse happens, though, when I go back to Canada and I'll be in restaurants and shops and people say, oh, where are you from? Where are you coming? Where are you visiting from? And I'm like, I'm Canadian. And they're like, what? <laughs> they don't believe
0: me. So, you're heading to Monaghan, for the, and in Monaghan, uh, during the celebrations, uh, you're yes. you're going to broadcast from down there.
1: Yes, I am, on Sunday morning. So go down earlier on the Saturday just to check in with Brian and a good few of the people that are going to be putting together events and speak to Sean Conlon, who is chair of Kennedy. And on Sunday morning we'll do a show uh, from there, from Monaghan Town, to celebrate Canada Day. And I look forward to it. We did it last year. It fell on a Saturday, and we actually had Kevin Vickers on the show last year. And it was really memorable, and it was really great, and it was just a lot of fun. And because a lot of our listeners – to Today FM, have children or cousins or friends are now in Toronto, they were telling them to tune in to the show to hear it and it was really nice and lots of hellos back and forth.
0: Indeed. Indeed. So, um, for the future then, how do you see our, our uh, daughter, does she see herself as 100% Irish or is there a, a recognition of her Canadian identity?
1: There's definitely a recognition of her Canadian identity. and. I have a twin sister who lives in Toronto and Joan and her are thankfully so close despite the fact that there's an ocean, you know, between them. And Joan looks forward to every summer going back to Canada and that's just going to be part of her childhood and her memories and the shaping of who she is. And I I do hear her accent changing when we're over there as well, actually. Um, But yeah, she looks forward to that every year and she just knows that it's just myself and my daughter that goes. Unfortunately, my husband has to stay back in Ireland because he's a landscape gardener and as you know, the good days are few and far between. <laughs> you have to make most of them in the summer. So we that every year. It's just the best part of our year that she and I go back for a chunk of time.
0: As a Canadian, having moved out of Canada and are living now, what do now miss most of over here?
1: Space. I miss space. I miss, um, I do. I miss. Growing up, having bedrooms and you know a father that had a civil servant salary, it was all affordable in Kingston in the 80s and the 90s. And in very, you know, my Dublin, and certainly any of my family have come over to visit me. Just go but they like our garage is the same size as your living room how are you coping kind of thing um and so I miss space and I miss the kind of space around the houses as well It was big not everybody but most people in Canada certainly smaller towns have loads of space between the houses and lots of yard space just that ends up to a very outdoor kind of lifestyle. but I have to say i don't I miss Canadian winters I don't miss Canadian summers this heat wave we're having right now it's killing me like I love I love the kind of Irish weather but I do miss space and obviously i miss. People in Canada and family, and thankfully now technology allows everybody to be so much closer to one another than even a few years ago. So,
0: well, Alison, I really do want to thank you for taking the time and wish that your Canada Day in Ireland is memorable this year and that uh, thank you. you have a lot on, which I'm sure you will have in Monaghan, and it will be memorable down there also.
1: Yes, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to it.